Magandang araw po mga kaibigan. Kumusta na? Ako po si Jane Rowland, ang inyong podcaster. Welcome to episode 57 of Usapang Pinoy, a Georgia Asian Times podcast. Salamat po for tuning in sa Usapang Pinoy. Huwag po ninyong kalimutang bisitain ang ating Usapang Pinoy podcast Facebook group page. At kung hindi pa po kayo miyembro ng private group na ito, mag-send lang po ng request to join. Nagsisimula na po ang mga chat discussions doon. At doon po, you can give provide feedback tungkol sa ating mga episodes, field some questions, and or make recommendations para sa mga paksa na gusto niyong pag-usapan at marinig sa Usapang Pinoy. Ito po ang important announcements. I invite you to advertise advertise in our podcast by being a sponsor. Sponsorship for our podcast is now open to anyone who is interested to advertise in Usapang Pinoy, where one sponsorship will give you two voiceover ads for the month. Please contact me at usapangpinoyga at gmail.com or janerowland at gmail.com for details. Ngayong araw na ito po, Pag-uusapan natin ang Wealth and Legacy Building, tinatawag na pamana. Kasama po dito ay ang financial items na kailangan nating pag-ukulan ng pansin. Kasama po dito ang mga life insurance and policies, long-term care insurance, and planning for your financial future at sa ating mga anak. Marami po kasi sa ating mga kapwa Pilipino ang hindi nakakaalam ng importansya ng financial planning. O kaya naman po, hindi po nila na asikaso. Ang ating bisita po ngayon ay walang iba kundi si Naira Alamila, Financial Service and Insurance Advisor, who is an Executive Director of Experior Financial Group. Ngunit bago ko pa siya tawagin, narito muna ang ating mga importanteng anunsyo. Ang unang-una po is the Film of Greater Atlanta, Valentine's Party, It's their kickoff for its for their 50th anniversary and this will be on Saturday, February 10th, 2024 at 6pm at Prince of Peace Lutheran Church Social Hall at 10250 Haines Bridge Road, Jens Creek, Georgia, 30022. Tickets are $45 for members and $55 for non-members. Pangalawa po, it's the same organization but they have opened the 2024 Phil and Presidential Scholar and the Monetary Award is 1,500. The deadline for application is February 24th. And to check the requirement and to apply, go to Philam website at www.atl-philam.org or send an email to request the form at philamatl.president at gmail.com. Ang pangatlo po naman, ang Philippine American Chamber of Commerce of Georgia is offering a free member seminar on small business tax filing seminar via Zoom on February 28, 2024 at 7 p.m. You can RSVP to www.pacga.org to get the link po. This is free, so tax season is around the corner, so this is going to be very beneficial for all of us. In the last, the Philippine Nurses Association of Georgia will hold, hold its induction of officers on March 16, 2024 from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Doubletree Hotel, 4386 Shambly Dunwoody Road, Atlanta 30341. 
$85 po sa members and $95 for non-members via sale or check. There will be no payments accepted at the door. So attire is formal masquerade ball. Ngayon po, ako'y magbabalik upang ihandog sa inyo ang ating bisitang podcaster. Welcome back, mga kababayan. Ngayon po, I am excited to welcome to Usapang Pinoy, Sinaira Alamila, who is a financial service and insurance advisor, and she is the executive director of Experior Financial Group. Welcome, Naira, and thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Hey, Jane. Good morning, and thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You? It's our pleasure. Please tell our listeners how you got into financial service and what services do you provide? All right. That's a great question. Okay. Well, I know we don't have all day, so you guys have to reach out to me to learn more about me. But um, yeah, so my career started when I moved from New York to Georgia. Um, when I moved to Georgia, I was looking around and there's no mass transit, right? So coming from New York, there's like, you know, trains and all that stuff. But when I moved to Georgia, I looked around and there's no mass transit. So that's how kind of like I got into the insurance industry. Um, I thought, okay, this was way back in 20, uh, 2011. And I thought, okay, what can I do? We just moved here. What can I do uh, to help the community? So I thought everybody needs insurance. So it evolved from doing auto and home insurance. So now I'm really passionate about, um, you, you know, using life insurance, um, to leverage it, um, to help people, um, to mitigate the financial crisis brought upon by say critical illness, mm -hmm. such as cancer, heart attack, stroke, kidney failure, which is the number one reason right now for bankruptcy in the USA due to medical bills. So, uh, that's kind of like how I started, but the services I provide, um, uh, for the listeners would be. Again, uh, anything in the financial arena and uh, in insurance. So, uh, again, like I said, I'm passionate right now about life insurance, uh, using it to leverage it to uh, even build uh, wealth, right? And, um, yeah, and make sure that the prop family is properly protected for unforeseen things. And, yeah, I do provide auto and homeowners insurance, personal lines and commercial lines, and uh, many more. Uh, so I do also... Uh, help people with uh, debt elimination, consolidation, and things like that, um, and will preparation, state planning, and more. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That is such a huge, is a broad um, uh, service that you provide. And that's wonderful. It's so amazing how, like, the need for transportation kind of expanded to all this. Thank you for doing yeah. that. So, what are your experiences, philosophy, training, and why should someone do business with you? Well, that's a great question, right? Um, yeah, there's a lot of great uh, agents out there. But I think what set me apart um, is my experience being in the business for 13 years. I think I have seen a thing, a thing or two, right? So my experiences have given me an edge uh, to help best, uh, to, be to uh, help my clients, right? Um I've been using uh, really from the beginning um, since I really wanted to be a social worker. And I don't know if most people know about that about me. But um, yeah, so after graduating college, I want to get into uh, social work. But um, I had my daughter then. We've been moving around and things like that. So 
I really uh, just try to find my niche in something where most people are not using as as a way to help others, right? Because I don't think anyone just wakes up or or grows up and thinks that you know they want to be an insurance agent. So that's not a profession you mostly hear young kids say, right? Right. So, but I did find the opportunity for me to get in there and really be different, right? So I use a holistic and consultative approach when working with my clients. I'm not a salesperson at all. <laughs> yeah, I do provide up services and insurance and things like that, but I'm a bad salesperson. I'm <laughs> going to be the first person to tell you not to buy something if it's not something you need. So I'm really a client advocate. So I'm I'm different that way. So I'm not focused on selling someone anything, but rather looking for a solution and plan to get them to and, their goal. And that's so very that's great because uh, <laughs> a lot of um, the products we, we buy out there is just the product. It, it doesn't come with the sincere service that uh, the person really cares for your well-being. If you're making the right decision for your circumstances, and that makes a lot of difference. Right. So how is your no, approach how is your approach different from others in the industry? Yeah, like I said, uh, so I use a holistic and consultative approach. I'm really focusing on the client, not so much on the company I represent. I don't represent one company, so I'm a broker, so I have a lot. So I'll have a lot to offer. So I need I focus on the client. So uh, so it's really need based approach. So I'm not selling, you know, just to sell. So I do ask a lot of questions before I can make any recommendations. So that's one thing. So it's not an easy process. I mean, it is an easy process, but it's not like quick. So, you know, before I can help someone, I have to ask questions. Like you're going to the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. um, no one's going to give you medication just because you came there and said you want something. So I do take my job very seriously in my relationship with my client because at the end of the day, especially when I'm planning for, for life insurance and things like that. I'm helping someone put something together for an exit plan for their family. So I take that very, very seriously. Um, and then also for wealth building, if they want to leverage life insurance as a way to accumulate wealth. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of planning that is involved with that. So I'm not an order taker. <laughs> so, you, you know, people will come to me and ask me for something, but then after we do every, the, the process, they come out knowing more. And now whatever they ask me to do in the beginning is not really what they want. Right. So, right. Uh, so I educate them uh, and then, you know, it just goes from there. And more importantly, um, the company I am affiliated with, which you already mentioned, Spirit Financial Group, we do have a system. Uh, so we do have this proprietary system we call EFA. Uh, it's called, it's a, um, sorry, uh, expert financial analysis to figure out, you know, how to best help you. So we're going to need to figure out your whole, uh, you know, the financial picture, you know, before we can even take that responsibility to help you. That's great. So that way your clients can really make an informed decision rather than just jumping blindly into something. Yeah, no, I agree. So can you give our listeners an idea of how receptive Filipinos are regarding financial advice and service? Like um, how many Filipinos are aware or are educated about financial planning and how many are receptive and how many don't care, how many are not aware? <laughs> Just like a, <laughs> a scenario of like, what about our people? You know, are they, do they even know this? 
Yeah, so I think there are a lot of Filipinos who are exposed to some of the services I provide. Um, and but there's no literature. Um, so I do, I do, I am, you know, I, you know, I, I went to uh, UC Santa Barbara, which, you know, we focus on research and things like that. So I, there's not any literature out there, actually. So for any listeners who are looking into uh, looking into this uh, on a on a research uh, with a research lens, I would encourage you to reach out to me because I really am curious. So there's there's so just from my experience and from what I have been um, doing, so Filipinos are receptive to this ideas, right? And, and and actually most of them already are familiar with the idea. The problem that I'm seeing is that okay, what information are they exposed to, right? Again, mm-hmm. um, I mean information now is everywhere right so you could watch tiktok and someone can tell you how to you know improve everything including financial uh situation and well-being but here's the thing i don't think a lot uh i mean at least from the experiences that i have most of them do not have the 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 let's say for example if they're using life insurance as to accumulate cash i don't think the policies they have is actually doing what their goal is so that's what I've been running into is just making sure they understand what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but for the most part, like I, I like I said, uh, not to say all of the policies out there are written incorrectly, but for the most part, the ones that I am coming across with right now needs to be redone. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, um, but here's another thing, you know, with, with our culture, uh, because we're, you know, collectivistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't think about this so much like others, right? Because, you know, uh, if you're collectivistic, I mean, someone's going to take care of you. But I feel like that's a huge burden to, to give someone or a community to take care of something that you can actually take care of. So, um, and then, you know, manana habit. Right, right. <laughs> after after you tell them things, okay, they know that it is important, they wait. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, some, you know, they'll 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 move uh, immediately and, 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 and try to figure things out and and do it and make it happen. But for a lot of Filipinos uh, still, you know, OK, well, let me wait. Let me wait. And mm-hmm. then by the time they call you, sometimes it's too late. It's too so. late. Yeah. Mañana habits, which is procrastination. <laughs> plus, and then you couple that with Bahalana system, then we're in trouble. So yeah, thank yeah. thank goodness for 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 people like you who are who are dedicated and who have the sincerity to do this service. Um, yeah, thank you. What would you advise people who want to start prior prioritizing their fi- financial well being? What is your ultimate goal? Yeah. So well, the reason I got into this industry, and I, as I mentioned, I wanted to be a social worker, right? So I am really so my mission and passion, even before getting into the insurance industry is to really help someone uh, live their best life. Uh, but my ultimate, ultimate goal is to end the cycle of poverty, right? And how do you do that? Um, well, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, you know, like uh, systematic and political change and things like that. And I don't want to get to that, to, to that topic. But I feel like I can leverage uh, the insurance, right? Uh, insurance companies' money to, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, to give a family um, a chance to, you know, to transfer uh, wealth rather than, <laughs> rather than, um, what do you call this, rather than burden, right, financial mm-hmm. burden to their family. But 
uh, back to your question, uh, what would someone do when if they want to start looking into prioritizing their wealth, uh, financial well-being? So it starts really with mindset. Um, so you can, and you know, whatever you think you can and cannot do is what's going to happen. So it has to start there. So if you feel like you can't, you know, focus on your financial uh, or you can't meet your financial goal, then obviously you can't. But if you think that you can, then you will. So mm-hmm. you'll look for people to help you. So, right. So, and, and whatever, and again, mindset is important because our relationship with money, and I hear most Filipinos think about this, and I even struggle with this personally, is that I see money as a root of all evil growing up. Mm-hmm. That's what we were so, told. So how do you, how do you then reconcile that, right? So what you learn so it's, it starts with the mindset. So you have to really figure out your relationship with money. If you see money as a bad thing, then it's not going to come your way, right? Mm-hmm. But if you see it's a great thing that can help your family and your community, then you will, again, attract that because it starts in your mind, right? So And you'll do things to make your situation better. That's right. So again, uh, think about how you think about money um, and then what's your relationship with the money. And then from there, depending on where that where where what what that is and where that leads you, then again assess your uh, financial situation. See if you're in the right track. If you're not, then consult someone that you trust uh, and reach out and and you know and talk to that person, uh, you know either a financial advisor or a financial professional to figure out your financial situation goals and then you know set up the right. solutions or plans to get where you need to be. That's great. So recently the company that you're affiliated with which is uh, Xperia uh, let's see did, did I pronounce it right Xperia, Xperia financial <laughs> <laughs> financial group um, they reached a huge milestone by hitting 4000 licensed agencies across North America. So what advice can you give other licensed insurance agents out there? or those looking into becoming licensed insurance agents? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, because I don't want to be the only one or just a handful of agents doing the right thing, right? So uh, great question. So actually, let me add to that. So other than hitting over 4,000 licensed agents now in the company, um, you know, I just came out of a a two-day mini conference, and we're actually um, going to take the global stage. So we just partnered up with this uh, um, um, uh, CFO of another company, um, and we're actually going to go global. So we're doing business in Puerto Rico. We're going to go to the Philippines, hopefully nice. soon. So nice. for li- listeners, uh, you know, uh, I know that you have a, a huge base of listeners. So Experience is going to come to town, <laughs> <laughs> wherever you're listening from. So, but yeah, so uh, going back to. Um, to your question, for those that who are already in the field and are already licensed and doing what they're doing, uh, my advice is just keep doing the right thing for your client. That's it. You know, make sure your number your your number one priority is your client's goal, and make sure you know the ins and outs of the products you are recommending. Also, right. make sure you're still able to think freely and avoid, uh, you know, blind loyalty. Right? Because you know you, you're you're part of a company. Just make sure that you're still able to think outside of the company you're with, right? So, and don't, don't go for the first recommendation that comes to mind. Um, and do your due diligence to provide at least three options for your client to choose from. And then for those looking into getting into the industry, you know, it's, very, it's a very rewarding profession, but it requires effort. So if someone says to you, you will be a millionaire, it's going to be easy, you know, 
just ask questions, you know, how to, how to do it. Um, there's a lot of truth to that, but it requires effort, right? Um, as long as you have heart, you will be, you will be okay. And heart is an acronym I use uh, to look for those successful agents in this industry. And um, let me just give you uh, what that means. So heart to me, and again, this is my exterior family, right? So uh, heart stands for being honest, humble, empathic, adaptive, respectful, resourceful. You're, you have to be a team player and a team leader and trustworthy. And then the last one is being sincere and self-reliant. And if you have all that characteristics and you got into this or you get into this industry, you'll be good. Great. Thank you so much. So please tell our listeners, let, let them know where and how they can contact you for more information. And also, uh, before you go, uh, uh, please let our listeners know what, what the name is about, what's in the name, as in there's a meaning to your name. I know that. So go ahead and let them know. Okay, well, you can reach out to me. So I have a LinkedIn account. So just search my name, Naira Alamia. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I do, you know, it's hard to, 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 to separate a personal and a professional life when you're so passionate about it. So you'll just see a random, uh, you know, business and, 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 um, and personal, uh, you know, posts on my Facebook account. I don't, have a, uh, I don't have a business account on Facebook, but I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, and also you can reach out to me. Uh, I'll give you my cell. It's 213-258-7228. And uh, yeah, uh, that would be the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and uh, yeah, so my name is actually, <laughs> well, actually, Jane, you, you actually have some other uh, meaning that I didn't know. But uh, my, mom, my, my dad and my mom named me after a currency uh, in Nigeria. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's their dollar, uh, you know, uh, equivalent. So Naira means money. So mm -hmm. anyways, if you want to make money, grow your money, save money, protect your money. I guess <laughs> I'm your person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, I will let you go. And thank you so much. And I will I hope to see you soon. All right. See you, Jane. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back mga kaibigan. Ako po ay nagpapasalamat sa ating guest ni si Naira Alamila for sharing her wealth of knowledge about this very important topic. Um, so talking about names, so she's, she told you that uh, Naira is the uh, currency of Nigeria. But ibig pong sabihin din ng Naira, it, it's a name. It's Historically, it's a Gallo-Roman goddess worshipped in, in Western Switzerland. So... Um, it, it's thought that she may have been associated with good luck and blessing. So Naira is also a Japanese name meaning formation, and it's also popular in Jamaica, possibly a variant of Naria. So yun po. But uh, before I proceed with our inspiring quotes and ating mga ibang announcements, I want to make a disclaimer po that Georgia Asian Times is not um, endorsing Xperior Financial Group po. This episode is intended to make you aware and for you to make your due diligence to know, first of all, to gain knowledge and study your options and for you to be aware of the fact that you have to be, um, you know, financially aware asa mga plano ninyo, yung ipapamana nga sa ating mga anak about <coughs> your choices, financial choices. Yun po. 
So th- this is not in any way an, an endorsement because we have a lot of choices out there. Pero katulad po ng sabi ko, ang intention natin is to disseminate important information. Yun lang po. So ngayon po sa ating inspiring quotes, ang una po, don't forget, a person's greatest emotional need is to feel appreciated. And that's by H. Jackson Brown Jr., an author. Number two, you are a very special person. There is only one like you in the whole world. There's never been anyone exactly like you before, and there never will be again. And that's by Fred Rogers, television host and author. Third one, never let your memories be bigger than your dreams. And that's by Laird Hamilton, an American surfer. And lastly, winning doesn't always mean being first. Winning means you're doing better than you've ever done before. And that is by Bonnie Blair, a speed skater. Ngayon naman po ang ating mga Filipino proverbs. Ang unang-una, madaling sabihin, mahirap gawin. In English, easier said than done. This particular proverb is often directed towards proud people who always fail, fall short of accomplishing the very thing they proudly boasted of being able to do with ease. Such people often miscalculate the difficulty of the task, putting off doing it, and then end up realizing they shouldn't have been overconfident. Pangalawa po, ang taong nagigipit sa patalim kumakapit. In English, a desperate person will cling to a knife. There's a moral dilemma to this proverb. Would you sentence a man who had committed a crime or would you pardon him because he only did what he did because he had to feed his family? Let us know how you know how you would interpret this proverb in Usapang Pinoy podcast FB page. So, yun lang po mga kaibigan. Sana po nagustuhan ninyo ang ating kabanata ngayon. Salamat po sa patuloy ninyong pagtangkilik sa Usapang Pinoy at sana po ay lagi kayong makibahagi sa ating usapan. Maraming salamat po sa inyong pakikinig hanggang sa susunod na kabanata. Paalam mga kaibigan, paalam muna sa ngayon. Kami pa'y palapan, lapan, lapan.